What is going on, everybody? I am Max, and I'm the host of Backcourt Violation. I'm here with my co-host, Mason Linsky, and we're going to probably have our best episode yet because we have a special guest. We have a very special guest today. His name is Naveen. I'm not really sure how to pronounce his last name, but uh, he worked for the Washington Wizards. He works in health and wellness. He was a physical trainer, and... He's an awesome dude. He, I'm sure he loves basketball as well as us. And uh, Naveen, you want to say hi? Hello, hello, Max. Hello, Mason. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, like I was telling you, I listened to your podcast, and I'm so excited to uh, be joining with you guys. So uh, Thank you so much for coming yeah. on. My he pleasure. Has, he has a podcast on Apple. It is called Nine Minutes to Thrive. And it's a podcast on health, wellness, and basketball. You should all go listen to it. It's super fun. It's awesome. I listened to a few episodes of it. It's really cool. He's had some really cool special guests on there. And uh, let's get started with the questions. So uh, how's your day so far? My day is great, Max. I worked out, did some emails, took care of some, um, made some people feel better. And I'm talking to you on a Friday afternoon. Doesn't get better than this. <laughs> Mason? Yeah, so I have, a, I have a question. How was your time in the bubble? Mason, my time in the bubble, I'm so glad I got to experience it. Um, it was the first time that, you know, NBA ever had a bubble. Um, I'm so glad I went because uh, it was a unique opportunity, unique circumstance uh, in every which way. So, it was really cool. I, I, I had a lot of fun. I'm so glad I went. I would imagine. What was all the aspects, like a rival departure when the Wizards played in an office? What were they like? So, you know, in, when, when you work for a medical, medical person in the NBA, you really don't have off days. So um, I was in the boat for 38 days. I pretty much worked all 38 days. Um, that's part of being a medical professional um, in the NBA, because uh, even though players don't have to practice in an off day, you know, these guys have um, injuries or they need some maintenance work. So you kind of go to go to work, but I really don't call it work. I mean, I worked in the NBA for the last 17 years and I really say I never had a job. I mean, um, I just go there because I love it. I it just, it just, uh, it just who I am is what I do. So... You hear that guy's no days off, all 38 days straight working in the bubble, but he doesn't call it working. He thinks it's fun. That that sounds awesome, working for the NBA and having some fun too. So, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. One thing that I've always wondered is, what is it like and how do you feel at during NBA games and during the NBA draft? Uh, during the NBA draft, so before the NBA draft, we have a draft combines. Um, we do our own like testing, you do the jump test, you see what their body fat is, how their body moves. So we do that. Then um, in May, we go to Chicago. It's called the NBA Combine. And uh, like four or five days, we go there like Tuesday through Saturday, we have um, Combine. So you really get to like meet some of the college guys and kind of kind of in your head say, hey, this kid is going to be good. This kid's going to be like this. So the draft day, you just kind of watch it with, along with, you know, your co-workers and to see who's going to be a new family member. 
Yeah, that's, that's a good way to call it. Because you are going to be with those people a lot. Yeah, what yeah. about, what about during the games? How do you feel? So during the game, it's it's the best part. Um, so during the game, um, I sit literally on the floor by the bench. And I consider myself having a, a floor seat. Um, so during the game, you know, anybody needs some stretching, they need the ankle tape, or they need the adjustment, or they need the treatment. I'm there to provide them, and I and give them drinks, water, whatever they need. I'm literally right there for them, uh, whatever they need to take care of them. I watched your, uh, I watched the video that you sent to, that you sent to in the email, and it was cool how like they, the players, they called you your, they called you their big brother. How you help them with everything, and you're like, they they show the, the video showed how like when they walk off the court. You're just high-fiving them, doing handshakes. It seems like an awesome experience. It is yeah. definitely an awesome experience. It's just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a bit older now. When I started uh, uh, with the Redskins and the NBA, I was almost their age. But now I am, uh, you know, 20 years older than Troy Brown or Isaac Banga or all those guys. Um, so I'm a huge big brother, almost, you know, almost <laughs> close to their age of their parents. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so me, me and Max, Max and I, we both play basketball. I play AAU. Last year we both on um, we both on the rec team together. What do you say the best way to prepare for a youth basketball game or an NBA game is? Um, so preparation is actually maybe coming the night before, the week before. Okay, it's about getting a good night's sleep. Um, good night's sleep is when your body repairs, right? Because when you work out. You break tissue cells, um, so the best way to repair and regenerate your mind and your body is quality of sleep. Okay, so it starts the night before, the week before, um, so you're prepared for the game. Then the second thing, the way that you prepare for the game is through nutrition. Nutrition is, think of it as, as um, you know, uh, fuel for your car. If, you, if your dad don't put your car, gas in your car, or your mom doesn't put gas in the car, you can't drive it. At the same time, they got to put good gas, right? They can't put Coca-Cola or water in there. The car wouldn't run. So it's all about the fuel, the proper source of fuel, right? Yeah. Um, that means maybe a less sugary candy food that will slow you down. Okay, so um, anything that may be coming from a packet might be something that's, not uh, the best for performance. We kind of call it like you want real food, real ingredients. One ingredient like chicken, avocado, nuts. Those are one ingredient. If you look at a box of cereal, look at the ingredients. Got 50 ingredients, right? So second pillar is nutrition. Then the third pillar might be getting ready for a game, being a good mindset. Like you see NBA guys, you see Kobe Bryant to Michael Jordan to other guys watching film they're mentally rehearsing like max and max and mason maybe the night before you go to sleep you're watching yourself in your head hey i get the pass i i shoot at the open open person in the corner this is how i run through the play this is what i'm gonna do on the free throw line so it's mental rehearsal right so when you go to the game you already see hey mason's open in the corner max is open in the corner you already seen this dream it's already like you already went through the visualization and it's easy to do it, you know? Um, a great quick story to tell you that 
uh, a story that my uh, head coach, Coach uh, Scott Brooks, shared with me that when he was in high school, when he was with uh, in college, he played for the Houston Rockets and won a championship. He said every night before the game, he like lays on his bed with a basketball and just shoot his free throws and just hold on to the ball. And he plays the point guard the whole game. Sometimes he said he, he plays the game in four minutes in his head. Sometimes he said he plays the game in 48 minutes in his head. He said he does it so much and he did it, his, he did it since his high school. So that I call it mental preparation. I call that mindfulness. Okay. And then the last one, getting prepared for a game is, is getting your body ready. Maybe the night before you use a foam roller, yeah. you know, you stretch out a little bit. Um, you do some balance work. Uh, then before the game, you stretch. After the game, you stretch. You know, those are the stuff that you do. Yeah, so, so it's kind of... I, I actually have a little story to tell. Every night before, after my football games, I stretch my heels. I stretch my legs. I stretch my whole body because I seem to have major heel problems after games. They always seem to hurt. So I've been stretching them out. And I'm wearing insoles in my cleats, and they've been making them better. So stretching definitely does help. Absolutely. Stretching, some icing, some tissue work, massaging it with some foam rollers and balls. So, you know, consider that like four pillars for the, for the question that you asked, Mason. Like, you know, you want to get your sleep, you want to get your nutrition, you want to get your mentally ready, and then the last one is physically ready. So those are the four pillars you want to before NBA game or before AAU game. There's no different, no different what you're going to do at 11 years and what you're going to do at 41 years old at Vince Carter, you know? So there's no difference. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. My yeah. pleasure. Uh, we're going to go to the next question. What are your predictions for this year's NBA playoffs? Ooh, great question. That's a tough question. Um, in my mind, I almost uh, kind of rooting for the underdog, uh, and I was kind of rooting for Denver Nuggets and uh, Miami Heat. Yeah, you know, I think. Uh, Wait, well, I think. I want to uh, see. I want to see Heat Lakers. Yeah. Yeah, Lakers. I know both of you guys love the Heat. Um, I was. I wanna. I wanna see some underdog. I think it'd be really good for the NBA. The uh, Denver Nuggets uh, general manager used to be my coworker. Um, I know a lot of the people from Miami Heat. I mean, I know a lot of the players from uh, Lakers. You know, Jared Dudley played for the Wizards. Markeith Morris played for the Wizards. Um, Dwight Howard played for the Wizards. Javel McGee played for the Wizards. So I have a lot of relationships there. Um, so I, I want those guys to win the championship ring as well. So, you know, let the, let the, let the game decide the, um, the outcome. Yeah. Um... What was your favorite NBA moment that you watched? Favorite? Wow, what a great question. Um, my favorite NBA moment that I watched, uh, Mason, might be my first game, 2003, when you were born. Uh, 2003, October 10th. It was a preseason game between the New Jersey Nets and the Washington Wizards. My first ever NBA game that I will I worked. New Jersey Nets, by the way, not New the Brooklyn Jersey. Nets. Was that the exactly? Uh, was, that the Jason, was that the Jason Kidd Nets? It was the Jason Kidd Nets uh, with uh, Alonzo Mourning. It was incredible. Yeah, I mean, That's a good I team. couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it because I came from the Redskins, and uh, you know, I worked in the professional sports for already for two years, but it was just like. 
incredible. It was an incredible memory and incredible experience. What What did you feel during that first tip off? Um, you know, I was just sitting behind the bench and I'm like, wow. I, I kind of was shocked because, you know, football, I am, you're standing, you're running around, like you really missed the first quarter, first half because you're so busy getting everybody ready. In basketball, when the game starts, you're kind of sitting down and watching. So it was just kind of like, almost felt like I was sitting down inside the TV and watching the game. That's it. That's cool. Yeah. So um, who was your favorite NBA player to help and why? Oh, that's, uh, I think that's a really tough question. Um, every year you, um, you're meeting some amazing people, uh, Max. Um, you know, I could name guys like Antoine Jameson to Karan Butler, Gilbert Arenas, John Wall, Bradley Beal to Jan Mahimi, Ramon Sessions. So, I mean, I could literally, it's 17 years, so that's pretty much, you know, um, 300 guys that I could name, um, how great they are. They're just great human beings. I talk to somebody every day saying hello. I talked to a guy today. Um, he's one of the coaches in the WNBA now. He's in the bubble, WNBA bubble. You know, so you just like literally talking to people pretty much every day. Like 17 years, you make really great amount of friends. Yeah, so Mason and I, quick little fun fact. So you said that you met Antoine Jameson, right? Yes. Mason and I actually also met Antoine Jameson at a heat game once. He was there. We said hi to him. We greeted him. He seems like an awesome dude. Yeah. He is an awesome dude. Absolutely. Incredible dude. Yeah, and I, I, met, I met him another time, and he, he, I got lucky enough, and he was able to sign my cast when I broke my arm. Oh, so that, that is was, awesome. That was like really, really good. I liked it a lot. Didn't Bradley Beal sign your cast, too? No, it wasn't against the Wizards. Oh. It wasn't against the Wizards. Right. It was against the Mavs, I believe. Oh, yeah. So you guys go to a lot of the Wizards games? Yeah. All right, we go to a lot of the Wizards games. Oh, wow. At, at my, you, where do you live in? We live in Florida. Okay, oh, awesome, we awesome, We live about awesome. 40, 45 minutes north of Miami, so we're pretty close. So we go to the games. Okay. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Well, you've seen a lot of NBA games and moves. What do you think is the toughest, toughest move to guard in the NBA? Toughest move to guard? Um, I think, you know, guys like Steph Curry, when they are shooting, when they are hot, when they're on, it's just super hard to guard. Like, the hard and step um, back is really hard to guard. Right? Like, it just, they're so skilled. Um, Mason and Max, like, watching Bradley Beal shoot, like, it doesn't even touch the net. It's just incredible, and Mason they're shooting and I, from half court. Mason and I spoke about how when an NBA player will shoot the ball, and it will go in, hit the back of the rim, and not even move the net. It is just satisfying and nice and awesome to watch. Like, you think, oh, wow, I want to do that one day. Yeah. Absolutely. That's I like mean, perfect timing within, like, an inch. Yeah. Yeah. And they could make, like, you know, they could make 23s in a row. They, like it just like blinking the eyes so consistent i think you know for you like being trying to be a basketball player what they're so good at it mason and max is that consistency the guys that played in the league you know you talked about antoine i think he played in the league for like 15 years um Quran and all those guys that played in the league for that many years like even like jeff green jared dudley right 
oh jago magi or do i have it what's so good about these guys are they are consistent they are like uh like a machine they come to the training room at six o'clock they tie their shoelaces at 7 15. they put the right leg on the left leg on their practice at the same time like their effort level is is at 110 percent they're consistent like we're talking about a shooting bradley bill's shot is the same every day the amount of shots that they take is the same every day so that's you know for a young kid like you they put in a lot of time and effort but at the highest level Oh, yeah. they, 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 when their, their work ethic is 100%. It's not 98, 99, or 50. It's at 100%. So what about your job do you love so much? What do you, why do you love what you do? Um, you know what? Why do I love what I do? I think because I could call it is not a job. You know, uh, it's something that I, uh, I didn't even dream about it because it's too cool to be a dream about it. I think like too nice you know but i'm it just kind of fell in my lap and i'm so blessed that i got to do that for 17 years um i think that's the best part of the job and you could do it and call not call it a job and at the end of the day it's giving you money to cover your bills you know i love going to you know traveling to miami going to the beach then next day we could be in portland next day we could be in milwaukee next day we could be in new york so that's a cool part of it you know um it's it's a family environment so it's just really um really fun to be a part of it yeah well you just said why you love your job so much why do you think basketball is such a great game um i think uh maybe it's uh five on five you know um it's fast it's high scoring and they do some amazing stuff these are best athletes i think i think you know like basketball players like john wall brad i think they could play they could play in the nfl right now if, if they want to you know that's like from coming from a guy who played in the i mean guy who worked in the nfl for two years i don't think nfl players every single one of them could come to the nba and play basketball because it takes a skill but i think bradley bill and john wall could play safety or receiver like i seen brad and john throw a ball you know we had a uh we did a training camp like four or five years ago in, in the beach for off season. And I saw them throw the ball and they're throwing 50, 60 yards. Actually, we went to the Dallas Cowboys stadium one year and I saw Brad throw from the middle of the field to the end zone spiral, wow. you know? Wow. So That's like, I think basketball, yeah, they, I think basketball players are the, the, the tall, long, gifted, they could jump, run, and I think they could play any sport they want. Basketball players and football players both actually played different sports. Like, a basketball player may have played football in college and basketball as their profession, or maybe it was the other way around, football players playing basketball in college and football as their profession. But it's cool how they can alternate from sport to sport and be so good at both. Yeah, because yep. LeBron wanted arguably the best basketball player of all time. His main sport, like before he, basketball was football, he was a he was a, supposed to be the number one recruit going into college for football, but he just chose to go straight to the NBA. Which obviously was a pretty good idea on his part. Yeah. But um, our next question is, um, you mentioned this previously, how you loved traveling. You loved traveling when you were with the Wizards. Where was your favorite place to travel and why? 
Uh, you know, I love uh, I love a place that has a beach. So that kind of you know, uh, anytime they have beach, that means it's sun. Miami so perfect I, for that. Right. Yeah. I love Miami. Miami is perfect one because um, I love CrossFit. Um, where we usually stay is at a Four Seasons. Four Seasons got a great gym, a great pool, and we are right by the beach. And that's a great Whole Foods. So it just kind of covers my all, crosses my all all lines. Great place to eat. Great gym. Uh, great place to CrossFit. Great beach. And that's kind of opposite because we 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 both live in Florida, so I'm pretty sure Max is. Yeah. Yes. But we just we just want to get away from the sun. All we right. Go so, Naveen, before we let you go, we just want to ask you one more question. Do you have any advice for our podcast? Uh, I your podcast. I think you guys are doing a tremendous job, and uh, just keep keep at it, keep going. I love it. It's it's, it's very unique. Have fun. Thank you know, you. when you're making it fun, yeah. when you enjoy it and you ask me about my job and then it's just it's something that you love, love doing. You know, I think same thing, same advice that I have for you for um, playing basketball. Just enjoy every minute that you've been on the court. And at the end, end of the day, you're going to you're done playing the game. You had great fun. You won. And it's not something that you do. It's something that you love doing. One last thing. How do you think about Tower Heroes' 37 points last night? <laughs> it's unbelievable, right? The youngest guy to score off the uh, bench or behind, something like that. The youngest guy behind Magic Johnson. When you think about that, it's crazy. Magic's probably the greatest point guard ever. And it's crazy how you're comparing this guy's Tower Hero to Magic Johnson, who's on a whole nother, a whole nother level of just everything in basketball. I know, and he's uh, he's almost uh, close to your age, right? He's yeah. nine years. Yeah. yeah. He's he's closer to my age, to our age, than he is to your age. Yeah. I know, and he looks like a uh, Mason a little bit. I think. You think? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I, he's really fast, actually. Like I remember, like I know people were high on Duncan Robinson, but I was impressed by how quick Tyler Heroes get in and out of the screens. Mason's I was really, really, really impressed by him. Mason's like extremely fast. Mason's a yeah, fast But um thank you so much for coming on our podcast. Everybody stay home, stay safe, stay inside, wear a mask, social distance, and we'll see you on the next podcast. See ya. See ya.